We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. I want to thank each and every person for joining us here on Real Talk Radio, on MBKI's broadcasting network through blog talk. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to play one more song before we get started. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yes. Lord God, we pray. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. 
Hello, people. I just want to thank you again for coming on and joining us here on Real Talk Radio. Hallelujah. We're going to be going over today, fear. The title of this message is called Why Fear? Amen. Now, we can look at this in two different ways. The Bible says that God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. Amen. But the Bible also says that fear of the Lord is the beginning, the foundation of wisdom. So how is it that we are to fear, but then it says not to fear? Well, there's two different reasons. Amen. First off, let's do this. Let's go over to our opening scripture, which is Psalms 55 and 19. Five. Psalms 55 and 19. Hallelujah. What I want to do is I want to read from 16 to 19. Amen. Again, we got Psalms chapter 55, verse 16 through 19. And I'll give you a minute to go get your Bible, go get your pen, go get your uh, tablet. It makes no sense to get a revelation from God and not write it down so you can study it. The Bible says to study the word to show thyself approved. So the only way that you're going to be able to be approved is by studying. And if you don't remember what was stated, how can you study it? Amen. Don't go on my word. Okay. You study it for yourself. Make sure that I'm correct. And if I'm not, please inbox me. Let me know so I can get correct. Amen. I am not prideful. I'm humble enough to know and to receive constructive criticism. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Psalms chapter 15. We're going to start at 16 through 19. It says, as for me, I will come upon God. I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon, I will pray and cry aloud. And he shall hear my voice. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. For there were many against me. God will hear and afflict them, even he who abides from of old. Amen. Amen. We thank you for the word. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that your spirit may come forth now. Hallelujah. Use this vessel to speak your truth. Father God, revelation. Father God from heaven, that we will leave not the same. Hallelujah. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Fear. Fear. When we think of fear, we think of terror. We think of danger or or, 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 or we, we react by hiding or running from something. Amen. Glory be to God. The definition of pain is a painful emotion or passion excited by an expectation of evil or an apprehension of endemic danger or to honor or respect. To honor or respect. Amen. Glory be to God. So if you see, again, we have two different 
terms that are used for fear. Amen. Now let's come on to today. Today we can see where uh, the, uh, the, the the television, the newscasters, people, all they're talking about is things to bring an expectation of evil. Okay. An expectation of evil. You hear about the coronavirus. We hear about black-on-black uh, killings, white-on-white killings. We're hearing all this stuff. And what it does is it brings an expectation of evil or an apprehension of impending danger. They're saying that uh, black men, uh, if you're, you're walking down the street, you may get uh, uh, pulled up and thrown in a car and hung and all this other kind of stuff. Fear. Amen. But that's not the fear I want to talk about today. We got enough of that in the world. One thing that we as believers have gotten away from is the respect and the fear of God. See, if we feared and respected God, we would follow his commandments. Amen. You see, a lot of what is going on in the church is based upon not fearing. See, if you reverence God, if you fear God, because see, when we talk about fearing God, we're not talking about these things here of uh, impending doom and and, and, and expectation of evil and and emotions or or passions excited by expectations of evil. We're talking about to honor and to respect. Do you honor God? Do you respect God? Because if you did, you would do as he say do. If you remember, Yeshua, he said this. He said, if you love me, you will follow my commandments. So are we following his commandments? Because it's not what we say, it's what we do. So if we are doing, then we are showing. But if we're not doing, then we need to Take a look within ourselves, repent, turn, and get back to doing what he's calling for us to do if we love him. You see, many believers, well, here, I'm going to go with my phrase again. Like I said last week, this is my phrase. I mean, I didn't make it up, but it may be out and about, but it's just something I believe. Christians talk about the word and do the opposite. Believers, they live by the word. They do their best to follow it. They cross their I's, they dot their T's, and if they fall short, they go and they repent, and they get on the horse and continue to go forth. That's the beauty of the grace that we have been given, the mercy that we have been given through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. A child feels their, fears their parents because they're terrified of them because of the respect that they have or the authority that they have over them. If you're back in the day, my dad would say, boy, get your butt upstairs. I'm going to whip your butt. Just go on upstairs. I'll be there in a minute. Okay. That fear, you know, it wasn't the fear of my dad. It was, it was the fear of what was about to happen. But then that authority, you see, my mom could say, I'm going to whip your butt. I wouldn't have the same the same fear that I would have with my dad, even though I respected my mom, I honored my mom, but the respect level was different because of the authority level in my home. Amen. Glory be to God. So the church has lost 
it's fear of God. Bottom line, we've lost our fear of God. We're just doing what we want to do, saying what we want to say. Leaders are sacking up with their with, with, with they members and, 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 and the choir directors. they sleeping with men. And, 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 and I'm talking about the men choir directors sleeping with men. Amen. And then we got all kinds of stuff going on in the choir. And, and we're trying to figure out why the church is not functioning or moving accordingly. Why we aren't the place that people are running to. You know, right now, people are are in fear because the unemployment additional $600 is about to go away. They're in fear. Their dependence is so much on the government that they're terrified. But what about God? God is the supplier of all of our needs, the Bible says. According to his riches, don't they know that the paper that that money is printed on comes from God? Don't they know that the way that you get your money is just an avenue from God? Do you know that the 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 the, the, the promotions you get is because of God in your life moving on your behalf? It ain't got nothing to do with the, the person. Do you know that one minute a person can, can have a hardened heart for you and God can soften that thing up to give you what it is he desires for you to have? It doesn't have nothing to do with the people. It all has to do with God. But do you fear him? Do you fear him? If we were to go over to Proverbs chapter 1 and read verse 2 and 6, we will find out that it speaks of the foundation of wisdom and the advantage of following wisdom. But then if we read uh, Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 all the way through 33, that speaks of the danger of acting contrary to wisdom. I love Proverbs. I'll never forget, about 20 years ago or so, the Spirit of the Lord told me to read Proverbs, one proverb a day for 31 days. And I did that, and I still do that. Uh, 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 And what it showed me, how much of a fool I was. I thought I knew something. I mean, I thought I had a brain. But see, the wisdom that I had from the earth was not the wisdom that God wanted me to have for the kingdom. I'm just, we all are just here, just just, just a, a pit stop, waiting for the bus to take us home. Amen? Glory be to God. So what we have down here uh, is for here. The Bible says, be in the world, but not of the world. The things that we should carry, the characteristics that we should have, what should we should be doing is all written in the word of God. And the only way that we can get it and do it is by having a fear of God. Do you fear God? Amen. Glory be to God. Why should we fear God? I have five reasons why we should fear God. Amen. Because fear is the beginning of wisdom. Everybody wants to be intelligent. Everybody wants to act like they know something. Everybody wants to lie about something to make themselves look like they know something. Amen. But the bottom line is, True wisdom, the foundation of it, comes from honoring and respecting God. Proverbs 1 and 7 says this, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. It's the beginning. 
You can't jump halfway. You can't go nowhere. Everything starts from a beginning. And if you want true knowledge, true wisdom, you must fear and honor and respect God. But it says this, fools despise wisdom and instructions. Now, my question is this, which one are you? Do you welcome constructive criticism in your life to give you a clear understanding of what God is desiring? Or are you running from what people are trying to help you to, to receive, to continue to do what you want to do the way you want to do it? You don't got to tell me. I, 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 hey, that's between you and God. Talk to God about that. The best place to search for wisdom is in the fear of the Lord. Because you can't grow the Lord unless you first learn to fear him. You know, there's some people that they're like introverts. They, they just don't know how to make friends. It's like when somebody wants to be their friend, they, they run, you know. That's what a lot of people do with God. He wants to be our friend, not just our God. He wants to be our friend, our brother. He wants to walk with us, talk with us, laugh with us, joke with us. But we run. We don't want to have nothing to do with that, but him. And it behooves me because he is the giver of all things. So why wouldn't I want to be a friend with him? I mean, that's what we do on the earth, isn't it? We pick friends based upon what they could do for us. But the, the giver of all things that wants to give you everything your heart can desire and some, you don't even want to talk. You don't want, you want to run from him. It makes no sense. People, fear. Why should we fear? Fear is the beginning of wisdom. Why should we fear? Fear motivates people to holiness. Fear is a good motivator. My dad said, boy, if, if you don't do such and such, I'm going to tell. Boy, I'm going. I'm doing it. He ain't even got to get done with the sentence. I'm there getting it done to the best of my ability because I knew what was going to happen if I didn't. Amen. But it didn't mean I was terrified of my dad in a way that was unhealthy. It was the authority. The authority. So what about our spiritual authority in God? When he asked us to do a thing or to be a thing or to leave a thing alone. We just feel so grown that we just Say, well, I hear you, but I'm going to do what I want to do, how I want to do it, and when I want to do it. You can't see me. The devil is a lie. Proverbs 7 and verse 3 reads this. It says, do not be wise in your own eye. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Do you know God is omnipresent? Let me help you understand what that means. That means you can't hide from him. That means when you think you're doing something in secret, you're not doing it in secret. He sees all things. Matter of fact, he knew what you were going to do even before you did it. He's wanting us to 
fear him, respect him, honor him, love him. Because if you did, you wouldn't do those type of things. See, when you respect and honor someone, you want to do things to make them proud of you. Make them smile, not make them cry or things of this nature. I mean, you know, you married folk, you know what I'm talking about. You don't want to hurt your husband. You don't want to hurt your wife. Now, not to say you may not do some things that will, but it's not purposely. You know, well, I hope it's not. But this is what God is wanting from us. And we've gotten so far away from it that we just disrespect him. Like these kids disrespect their parents these days. They have no uh, respect for uh, the, the elderly. I mean, that's us with God. And we sit up here and talk about these kids. These kids, they ain't got no respect for the people. They ain't got no respect. Well, what about you? Do you got respect for God? See, we, 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 we need to stop calling the kettle black and start looking at our own self instead of trying to judge other folks. Amen? Glory be to God. Why fear? It motivates people to holiness. Do not be wise in your own eye. See, that was me back in the day. I thought I was wise. I thought I knew something. And all I did is brought upon a bunch of pride because I thought I knew something when I knew nothing. Amen. What I knew got me, wind me up in in a 12-step AA and NA meeting in jails. In, in confrontations with folks, that's what my wisdom got me. Amen. Glory be to God. Why fear? Fear prolongs life. Fear prolongs life. You know, when you have honor and respect for the Lord, it's like you live longer. Because he protects you from a lot of things that may be coming your way. The stress, the sorrow, the envy, the resentment, the guilt, the hatred, and a number of other stresses. This COVID-19, all that takes life away. See, 60% of human illnesses can be traced directly to or indirectly to fear. 60%, okay? So when we're walking in peace, love, joy, and harmony, we can live a longer life, put more time on our time clock. Amen? Glory be to God. Why fear? It produces a sense of security. Proverbs 14 and 26 lets us know, in the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence, and his children will have a place of refuge, security, knowing that I'm safe and protected by the Lord, my God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why fear? It brings great blessings. Proverbs 22 and 4, it reads, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor in life. You want to be successful or or have a little money and honor in life, be humble and honor and respect the Lord. 
Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Listen, this is my closing statements. We have about five minutes left here. Proverbs 8 and 13 says this, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. This is what God says. Genuine fear of the Lord is seen in obedience to the word of God and hating what God hates. That's my wife's favorite uh, little saying she says. She said, why is it that people can't, can't hate what God hates and love what God loves? If we're made in his image, we should hate what he hates and love what he loves if we're made in the image of God. Through all the brainwashing from the television, the media, books, and all this other stuff, we've gotten so far away that we've gotten so prideful, so arrogant, we do evil things. We get successful off the back of other people, putting them down or, or doing something to, 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 to get ahead of them. This is not what God expected from his people. I'm not talking about those people outside of the church. They're supposed to act like that, but not his people. Amen? We should hate evil. We should, should hate pride and arrogance. We, we should hate evil ways. And we should hate a perverse mouth, a mouth that just, that just flaps and flaps and flaps and all kind of stuff just flies up out of it. We should hate these things. See, we fear people. We fear places and things. But the one we should fear, we have no true fear for. Oh, I'm not going to kill that person that. I don't know what they're going to do. Well, you, you're not honoring the Lord and doing what he say do. You know what that's going to do. You're going to go to hell. But you'd rather go there than to confront. You'd rather go there than to follow his commandments. You'd rather go there than to live a life conducive to his will for you. Oswald Chambers stated this. He said, the remarkable thing about fearing God is that when you fear God, you fear nothing else, whereas if you do not fear God, you fear everything else. So it's one or the other. If you fear God, you will fear nothing else because you know God got your back. But if you don't fear God, you're going to fear everything else. So let me ask you. Do you fear a lot of things upon the earth, people, places, and things? That lets you know that fear of God is not where it needs to be. I'm not going to say it's not there, but it's not where it needs to be. Get your fear of God up and get your fear of man down. There is no balance. Maximize your fear in God and lessen your fear of man. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just give thanks, praise, and honor to you, Father God, for this word upon why fear. Lord God, help us. Help us, Lord God, to seek your face, to seek your heart and your mind, 
to build such a relationship with you, God, that we love you, we respect you. Every move we make, we want to make sure that it's a move that is pleasing to your sight. Every word we say, that it is pleasing to your ear, Father God. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord God, to walk as you will have us to walk, Lord God, that we may, hallelujah, be seen by you, Father God, as children of obedience, not children of disobedience. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we pray. Amen and amen. I'm going to leave you with a little song here before we get off. We'll be back here tomorrow, same time, same place. God bless you. <laughs>